0: I'm just proud of myself. I'm proud of my confidence. I'm proud of, like, everything that I've done to get the, to this point. Um, it's, it's a hard industry for sure. It's a very, very hard industry. And, you know, you got to have determination to get where you want to get. And I definitely admire my determination for never giving up.
1: welcome back to the model memo in this episode i chat with model abby We discuss everything from carving her way in the modeling industry to backup plans to loving yourself the topic of sizes the 90s era of the fashion industry and so much more so let's get the memo So you've been modeling for about five years now, and I would really love you to just kind of dive into your story, how you really started in this industry, and really where you are now.
0: So, you know, starting off modeling is pretty hard when you're like little because having connections, you don't really have a lot of connections except for your photographer and who they know. Um, I would probably say it all started like when I was at the beach and a lot of people were telling me I was pretty, but I looked different than everybody else. And I didn't look like your typical run of like run-of-the-mill person. My eyes were farther apart, like my teeth weren't perfect. And I really took a liking to that and I found that a lot of people did. Um from there, you know, I just kind of build like had to build myself. And how to build my portfolio, which was time-consuming, and um, took took a lot of effort. Um, and the whole process of being a model was very difficult, um, especially in this industry. I would say it took me a couple agencies to find the agency I am now at, which I love. Shout out to shout out to Blake, he's amazing, um, and it just, it just kind of took off from the beach, you know, and now I'm modeling for like big photographers and magazine covers. And it's been, it's been a great trip and I'm not done with my trip either
1: (laughs) oh I love that no I love that and you do have a very unique look um you know from my own personal experience I was like wow you know it's so true you do have a very striking look and um that's so suitable for the modeling industry and what photographers and clients look for so that's awesome that you've been able to kind of you know utilize that um forward toward your career yes that's awesome amazing So you did start five years ago, and you said that, you know, you kind of just wanted to do it, and this is something that you just kind of, you know, gravitated towards. Did you think when you were younger that this was, you know, being in the modeling industry was something that you would ever really gravitate towards or really become a part of?
0: You know, a little girl, like, will imagine, like, oh my gosh, this person is so pretty on this Vogue cover, and oh my gosh, I wish I could be there. But when I was, like, 10, I thought I was going to be a baker growing up, and I was convinced that I was... In my teens, I was going to become a baker, but I would never have imagined that I was here. But I know my, like, I know that my little self would be so proud of where I am right now.
1: Definitely. Yes, the inner child, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Now, I, I like to tune into my inner child as well. I think really navigating your own inner, inner child and really just you know really connecting with that still it's so it's so difficult but it's so easy at the same time right because it's still in you but yeah as when, as when you're adult I mean everything's moving so fast and you tend to you know lose sight but no I mean it's still within all of us so <laughs> totally agree totally agree so we're going to talk about self-esteem and confidence and this is something I talk about all the time on the show. I just think it's so important to get models perspectives because I think a lot of times the modeling industry, a lot of people from an outside perspective will think, oh, that model is, they're so confident. They're the 100, 100% confident with themselves or 100% you know, comfortable with themselves. And um, that's not always the case. So what has your journey been like with your own self-esteem
0: and your confidence? Well, it's been a whirlwind. So buckle up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably say this is like my experience with it and how, like, I totally love myself. And you know, if you don't like me, that's fine, you can leave. Um, I like it's a total, it's I'm in my own world all the time and I love myself. And um, it all started when I was actually in like first grade, second grade, I would get bullied constantly because I have a constant battle with my teeth which is a part of me and I've accepted that it makes me who I am um and I got bullied for it and you know I went through a really rough depression stage when I was in fifth grade and that didn't help in sixth and seventh and eighth grade which you know as a preteen trying to make friends and they're just tearing you down because of the way you look that your eyes are too far apart. Your teeth are crooked. Why is she wearing a skirt? Like, like, all like I used to wear skirts all the time. And I always got made fun of for wearing them and they would just pick on every little thing about me, which like helped me actually to make my, like to make myself feel more confident and mm-hmm. I have thick skin now. Um, It just, my self-confidence just kind of grew when I got into high school because I've been picked on so much and all this stuff that, you know, it didn't really matter. And I figured that out. It didn't really matter what they thought about me. It just mattered what I thought about myself. And if I love myself and if I think that I am beautiful, nobody else's opinions matter to me. That's like, it's it's me. That's what I think about myself. And Having that confidence of not caring what other people think and loving myself and thinking that I am beautiful and no matter what anybody tells me, I am always going to be beautiful to myself. it was a lot easier like it was it was so much easier just to go about life and not worry about yeah to navigate yeah not to worry about anything which helps in a model world um and like self-esteem just kind of grew with that like taking more pictures of myself seeing how really how pretty that i was i thought my that i thought that i was really gave me the idea of wow i'm actually pretty when everybody said i was ugly or you know i looked funny and it just taking pictures of myself and you know seeing myself on camera and growing my confidence really just like grew my self-esteem about myself that I can do anything because I love myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think self-love is the biggest form of love there is um, that we can give ourselves bigger than anybody else can give ourselves. I mean, I think self-love is really the, the dominance of, what love is yes. um, and that may sound kind of narcissistic and a little selfish a little <laughs> egocentric, but um you know we have to love ourselves before we can love anybody else in yep. my own opinion um I mean that's just you know in my own personal opinion but I must ask you too I mean did you I mean first of all has anybody reached out to you from your school days now that you are doing runway shows and you're on the cover of magazines and you've had a successful run in the model industry has anybody reached out to you from your past
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, I get DMs, messages on my Instagram from the mean girls, as we used to call them, who picked on me. Oh, my gosh, you look so pretty. Oh, my gosh, I didn't know you model. We should hang out. Getting messages on, like, Snapchat from these girls I haven't talked to since, like, middle school. Like, oh, my gosh, we should hang out. Like, you're so pretty. I'm like, uh, no. No. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's so true. It's a protect your peace moment for sure. So outside the modeling industry, do you have any passions or goals that are really exciting to you or is your main interest primarily modeling?
0: I would say it kinda like it's kinda equal. Um I'm in college right now. I'm a freshman in college and you know. My parents aren't too thrilled about like me still doing modeling because all I've done is like most of all I've done is just spend money, spend money, spend money, which is modeling before, you know, you step up and you start making money. Um, And, you know, they support me, but I'm also like um, pursuing in business right now. And so one of my probably one of my goals in life is to honestly become a worldwide traveling model and like have everybody know my name and people like see me and they're like, Oh, that's blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm right. like, yeah. Like coming from nothing, like coming from like nobody knows me. And then like everybody knows me would be like the dream. But you know, yeah. if that doesn't happen, I have a backup plan, which um, is obviously a uh, business. <laughs>
1: always good to have a backup plan you know I think I felt the same way too when I modeled um when I was pro- probably a little younger than you um you know I always had I always had like st- stuff in the back of my head um on you know what am I going to do after you know what what is the next step for me um what are my other interests what other passions can I professionally pursue I think it's so good to have that um especially as model because there is a lot of ageism in the modeling industry. As I think everybody in the industry is aware of, um, you know, it's a very temporary industry. Um, It's very rare that you will have a 40 plus or 30 plus or 20 plus or even 10 plus, uh, you know, career, Um, you know, and that's just the way the industry operates. It's operated like that for again, decades and decades and decades. (laughs) Um, But that, you know, that is my my point. I mean, nothing's really promised um, in the modeling industry. Exactly. Um, You know, you can have, you know, the Vogue cover, let's just say one year, and then the next year, you know, your bookings will go very, very down. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like, I like to think of the modeling industry, and I'm, sh- I'm sure you can relate to this, as kind of like a trend, <laughs> the trends, the fashion trends, um, you know, one minute, you know, there's a hot, you know, style that everyone's wearing and everybody likes, and then another minute, it's, it's gone, and no one really remembers it or knows what it is or wants to wear it or wants to buy it. Um, so it's kind of a similar effect in the modeling industry.
0: Yes. And I think that's, it's really hard to like keep afloat. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's really hard to like keep afloat in that industry. Right. And it's so hard to, um, to
1: add off this as well because there are so many people, there are yes. so many models and a lot of the models, you know, they do look very similar and it's very difficult to even have, you know, your name be even remembered because there's yes. so many names to remember. Um, so in a lot of ways, it's it's kind of very claustrophobic. And I don't mean that in like a bad way, but there's just so many people in one place at one time that it's so hard to just keep up with everybody and who they are and what they're wearing and what they're booking and what campaigns they're in or what magazines they're on. It's it's difficult sometimes because, again, there's just so many people.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you think as far as identity, because um, I've talked about this again on this podcast, identity, I think in the modeling industry is so huge. What is something that you really, um, I guess, are proud of as far as your own identity as a professional model in the industry and as an individual in the modeling industry?
0: I would say I'm definitely proud. I'm just proud of myself. I'm proud of my confidence. I'm proud of like... Everything that I've done to get the, to this point—it's—it's um, it's a hard industry for sure. It's a very, very hard industry, and you know you gotta have—you gotta have determination to get where you want to get. And I definitely admire my determination for never giving up, and always, always trying your best, and pushing through even when times do get tough so I definitely admired that about me that you know you you can knock me down as much as you want but like even if I were to hit rock bottom there's only one way up to go and that's up (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) no very well said no I love that you said that and um I think, too, you know, it can get very frustrating at times because, you know, there are people around you that might be booking more than you or might be working with, you know, cooler, more well-known photographers than you or whatever. And, um, you know, at at times, because I've just heard stories from, you know, my other model friends, but it's true. You know, it is a very competitive industry and a lot of people, they get caught up with the competitiveness of others when in reality they could just, they should just and should just be, you know, competing with themselves. Absolutely. You know, it's so important, you know, be your own advocate, be your own cheerleader and, you know, be your own number one fan. Um, You know, it's important because at the end of the day, especially in the modeling industry, you know, you are selling yourself to clients, your body and your face. It is a body business. um, And ultimately, you know, it is it is (laughs) really you, you know? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. We are going to move on to rapid fire questions. Are you ready?
0: I am (laughs) ready. Okay. Here we go. What inspires you? Definitely my mom. She's a very independent, hardworking, resilient woman. And I look up to her every single day for what she does.
1: I love that. Uh, same thing with me. I'm so close to my mom too. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Describe your personality.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, I would definitely say very bubbly, fierce, and just like a little bit sassy, <laughs> such a vibe.
1: No, I totally agree with that. I need to stop saying vibe. I have literally said vibe like a million times on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> We're yeah. Like, why is she saying vibe? She's just vibing. It's a vibe, right? It's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe, Abby. Like, come on. It's a. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's a vibe. Okay.
1: If you could change anything in the modeling industry, what would it be and why?
0: Well, there's a lot of things I would change, but um, probably about weight, being a certain size to model, I would say, if you're not plus size, no, no hate to them, amazing, every person that's a model, model, no matter the body type, is amazing, but I think looked at, like, being looked at for, like, a skinny person, they expect us to be skin and bones, which I think is ridiculous. I get that you want to, like you want us to be skinny, but for you to look like anorexic is a huge deal for me. So I would definitely change the whole idea about a model has to be skinny if they're in the skinny division. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. No, I totally, I totally agree. I've had a lot of um, other models on the show as well that say you know the sizing problem. And this, especially with the sample sizes, um, oh you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, even get me started. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna. But there is a lot of that conversation going on as well. And so you're not the only model that feels that way. Because again, there, there has been models that I've spoken to on this show and off of the show, um, outside the show that have, you know, spoke on the similar concerns that you have. So yes, um, I totally agree. You know, everyone is so beautiful in their own right, um, model or not a model, um, but You know, there are so many, you know, amazing body types that are being, you know, shared and, um, you know, really shared on a creative level within the modeling industry that I think is just such a beautiful message. Because again, I think everyone should have the chance to really be admired um, for their own beauty, you know, in their own, in their own right, in their own, their own light. Um, So, so, so important, especially nowadays. Um, You know, I love it. It's very important. And Mm -hmm. lastly... Who is your dream client?
0: Oh, oh, there's a lot. <laughs> um, I would say my dream dream client would probably be Prada. Yeah, I love their stuff. <laughs> I love all of their stuff. Um, I think they're very chic. Um, and just their entire like new fall lines and new spring lines like amaze me. Like I love. I love very simple-looking, like, simple but classy.
1: Yes. I know. I'm a huge, like, 90s Prada fan. Um,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> and there's, like, Dior and, like, Versace and, like, all these, like, 90s, you know, like, the 90s yeah. runways. I will literally watch these old runway shows from, like, the 90s, you know, like, Chanel, Dior, Prada, you know, all these, you know, very, very well-known brands um, designer brands. And I just love just watching, like, the big hair, you yeah, know, I'm talking like, yeah. <laughs> about bring it back (laughs) i know like the volume like the voluminous like curls and just the big hair and the walks some of the walks too of the 90s models are iconic um just so 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 incredible so i love watching those as well um i might link some runway shows in the description of this episode (laughs) so people can reference what we're talking about (laughs) no
0: because so iconic no yeah because they should definitely bring back the big hair like the walks everything amazing yes
1: amazing so 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 iconic it's honestly probably one of the most iconic things part of the fashion industry in my opinion yes that era mid 90s and early (laughs) 90s definitely (laughs) for sure well thank you so much abby for joining the model memo this has been such an amazing conversation with you and yeah where can people find you on social media
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. And people can find me on social media, on Instagram. My Instagram name is Abby underscore Muir. It's kind of a hard last name, Um, but I bet it will pop up. And I'm also on TikTok. Um, My TikTok username is Abby Muir, like double O, like double O. Um, But Muir is a hard last name, but I I, I think it will show up. I'll tag it in case people (laughs) don't get the memo. (laughs) Uh, But no,
1: seriously, Abby, thank you so much again. And this has been such a brilliant conversation with you. Just a really raw conversation. I think more models like you and I both need to have, you know, conversations like this. We all need to have conversations like this because it's so important and it's so beneficial for not only our personal growth in this industry, but also our professional growth as well. So (laughs) I appreciate you so much.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me.